If your toddler has been diagnosed with autism or is waiting for a diagnosis, you're going to want to pay attention for the next 60 seconds. Happy Ladders is parent-led early autism therapy that empowers you, the parent, to teach your toddler essential developmental skills through play. Studies have shown that the parent-led model is highly effective while eliminating frustration over long wait lists or the worry about losing precious developmental time, all without the disruption of people coming into your home. Happy Ladders includes activities that target 150 essential developmental skills every toddler needs, as well as assessments in four different developmental areas. There's also an exclusive community of parents just like you and professional coaching to ensure success for both you and your toddler. To learn more, get a free trial, and take advantage of an exclusive limited-time offer for my listeners, visit happyladders.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-L-A-D-D-E-R-S. Use the code THEAUTISMDAD at checkout to save 50% off the monthly membership. Plus, get a free one-on-one session as well as access to the Tantrums and Meltdown mini course. This is a limited time offer, so act now. If your toddler has been diagnosed with autism or is waiting for a diagnosis, you're going to want to pay attention for the next 60 seconds. Happy Ladders is parent-led early autism therapy that empowers you, the parent, to teach your toddler essential developmental skills through play. Studies have shown that the parent-led model is highly effective while eliminating frustration over long wait lists or the worry about losing precious developmental time, all without the disruption of people coming into your home. Happy Ladders includes activities that target 150 essential developmental skills every toddler needs, as well as assessments in four different developmental areas. There's also an exclusive community of parents just like you and professional coaching to ensure success for both you and your toddler. To learn more, get a free trial, and take advantage of an exclusive limited-time offer for my listeners, visit happyladders.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-L-A-D-D-E-R-S. Use the code THEAUTISMDAD at checkout to save 50% off the monthly membership. Plus, get a free one-on-one session as well as access to the Tantrums and Meltdown mini course. This is a limited time offer, so act now. Hey, what's up, folks? Uh, My name is Rob Gorski, and you're listening to the Autism Dad podcast. Um, Every week, every Friday, really, I try to bring you guys information that can help with parenting situations. You know, we've talked about uh, school-related things. We've talked about... Uh, ADHD and autism and uh, uh, like Lifetown, a place that, that special needs families can go to give their kids real world experience. And and today I'm going to share with you guys an interview I recently did with Brenda Bisner. She is the senior vice president of of uh, of a parent media company, Inc. Uh, they're the creators of the safe streaming platform, Kadoodle TV. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that or not. Um, but but Brenda brings to 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 the show, a lot of information about online streaming safety. You know, like I, my kids stream things all the time. You know, we have Netflix, Hulu, all, all that stuff. And, and of course, YouTube. And, uh, you know, I try to monitor it as, as closely as I can. And I've, I've removed things and stopped them from watching certain things from time to time. But I guess I never really thought about it from, from the perspective that Brenda brings, uh, to the conversation today. And, and there's a lot of things that that I think parents are are not aware of. Some of the dangers that are that are associated with with some of the the things that kids are able to stream online. And uh, we have a conversation all about what some of those dangers are, how parents can become more involved, how to uh, maybe better monitor your kids and, and, and what they're watching, just just to help them to to learn what's appropriate and what's what's not. Um, so it's a really great conversation. There's a lot that I learned. I'm making changes uh, in my household after speaking with her. Um, and, and so I'm going to bring the interview to you guys in its entirety following this commercial break. So please stay tuned again. I really appreciate you guys tuning in today. We'll be right back. The autism dad is brought to you by lackey kid. 
Have you ever wondered where to find the best sensory tools for children with autism? Dealing with sensory issues can be very challenging for families like mine. Thankfully, there's Lackey Kid. Lackey Kid was founded by an autism dad to provide support, education, and other tools that can help children with anxiety, sleep, attention span, and sensory processing issues. They've helped thousands of autism families improve the quality of their lives. Visit lackeykid.com forward slash the autism dad and find out how you can receive a free sensory toy. This is a limited time offer while supplies last. So visit lackeykid.com forward slash the autism dad for more information. All right. And we're back. Um, I want to welcome uh, Brenda Bisner to the show. Uh, she's the senior VP of a parent uh, media company, Inc. And they are the creators of the safe streaming platform, Kadoodle TV. Uh, Brenda, thank you for taking the time to uh, come on to the show and talk to us about streaming safety. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, do you, well, you guys do a lot of research in this area and, and uh, we were talking before the show just about some of the issues that like I was facing with my kids. What are some of the things that you guys are finding to be problematic or even dangerous uh, in regards to, to online streaming that parents should either be aware of or maybe pay more attention to? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, Rob. This is um, very important work that you're doing. And I think um, people are lucky to have someone like you putting a podcast on like this to give tips and uh, resources for them. So um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, Kadoodle TV was started um, back in 2012. And the reason it started was one of the reasons uh, the CEO's son had seen something on YouTube that scared the living daylights out of him. And it was this big, bright bulb moment. You know, YouTube was there, kids were going there, and there was access, this conversation of six clicks away from harm, which is ultimately less than six clicks, but, you know, or an advertisement coming up for something like a horror film. And now that child is regressed and not sleeping in their bed or, you know, wetting the bed or any of those things. It, it was just very upsetting. And so we started to really look at the landscape and what was going on and why this was happening. And one thing that, you know, we say as a company, it takes a second for things to go wrong and streaming is no different, right? So, you know, you, you cross the street with your kids, you're holding their hands, right? Because, you know, the whole point is you try not to kill them, uh, you know, and you want to teach them safe habits about crossing the street and looking both ways. And, you know, that's what we're aiming to do as a company uh, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of problems out there with um, what we call an open platform, which is what YouTube is. YouTube is open, so anybody can come and put a video of them playing a video game or, um, you know, a terrorist video or make Peppa into pornography or Minecraft into pornography or anything you can imagine can happen on YouTube because it's an open platform. So a good analogy for that is it's almost like you're sending your children into the middle of the street and not holding their hands when they go on to YouTube. Um, and, and that's, that's a major concern because of some of the things you could see, um, and you know, the dangers that are out there. I mean, I could list things that would, you know, blow your mind and scare you to death and never want your children to go there ever again. Um, uh, but, you know, understanding that that's a technology that's open versus a technology that's closed, which is where we come in as a solution to the problem 
a safe alternative uh, for parents so that they can, you know, allow their children to stream without worrying because we're holding their hands. So, you know, as a closed platform, what we do is we, you know, I view everything first. It goes into a QA team that are actual human beings, not an algorithm. And we watch everything. You know, you'll never see a gun. You'll never see anything derogatory. You'll never see anything that's harmful because we believe in keeping children safe. It's important. That's what we believe in. Um, and last year we trademarked safe streaming, which we can go into more detail about and, you know, what we're doing within that context and, mm -hmm. you know, certifying things to be safe streaming worthy um, on our channel. So I'll, I'll stop there for a second. All right. Well, what um, I had, I had, uh, I had checked out the app uh, before mm -hmm. we spoke today and it's, and it's yeah. really cool. It's sort of, I mean, if anybody's used Netflix or anything like that, I mean, it's, it's pretty similar, but it's all um, kid stuff. And I, I remember a lot of the shows uh, from when my kids were, my, my kids were younger, they're a little bit older now, mm -hmm. so they're not so much interested in the, I wish they were, but they're not. And um, what, what are some of the shows that you guys uh, have on there? So Kadoodle TV, our primary point of entry is through connected TVs. So if you have a Roku at home or an Apple TV, or we're launching on Samsung right now, or on Amazon Fire, and we're free to download. So you can go and put Kadoodle TV on your smart TV, your connected TV, and start accessing content. We serve children under 12 in over 140 countries. Wow. So that's quite a tall order. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've been in the children's media space for almost 20 years. So, you know, I, I have access to a lot of great cartoons and live action shows and gamer shows and, you know, music related content. And kids can go there and see. Right now we have over 15,000 episodes of content. By the end wow. of this year, we'll have over 20,000. And, you know, we're serving things as, you know, like popular brands that are on YouTube. Um, like Little Baby Bum, for example, Talking Tom, which is a huge show. So now finally, there's another alternative for parents. You don't have to go to YouTube. You can now go to Kajoodle to see them as well. So they can watch some of the same shows that they would they would watch on YouTube, for example, but they're they're in sort of a controlled environment. So even if your kids are going to YouTube to watch something that is appropriate, they can be inundated with with things that are not appropriate or that could be dangerous. Um, what are, what are some of the, uh, we, we were talking before, uh, the show, what are some of the more serious safety concerns that you guys have found that maybe parents aren't aware of that, that they need to re really sort of watch out for their kids? Well, there's so many of them. Um, you know, and one thing I always say is communication is, is number one in a household where we stream. We all stream, we use it to parent, kids expect it. And having the conversation, you know, like, so what happened at school today? You know, it's very important to say, what did you watch online today? Because uh, I have a great example on our channel. I won't name the show, but it was shown in my daughter's kindergarten class. And, you know, we live in New York City. She goes to a very nice school. And the teacher put it on in the classroom. And she comes home and says, Mom, I really like this show. Can you put this on Kadoodle? So I called the producer and I said, you know, I'd like to look at the show for Kadoodle. Um, I put, I think around 95 episodes into QA and about 30 or so came back clean. The ones that didn't had a sex scene, 
This is animated. A woman throwing a man out a window, a chainsaw across the neck, smoking, guns. I mean, I could go on with the list. So I took all those good episodes and I put them onto the channel. Now, that teacher didn't do anything wrong necessarily, but she did probably turn her back, back to my statement about it takes a second for something to go wrong. And my daughter might have been exposed to that scene. You know, I don't know if she saw one of the good episodes or she saw the other one, for example. And that was a real... That was a real life experience in my life. And, you know, yes, I work for a tech company and I'm in children's media and I do this. But, you know, I I was shocked by this. And then I started to question, you know, why is she even watching YouTube in school? Was there some educational value attached to this? And, you know, from that point forward, it was, you know, I went to the Department of Education. I went into her principal and I said, "I, I don't feel comfortable with this because that teacher can turn around for one second and something can come on. It could be an advertisement. It could be, I don't know, uh, or last week, uh, maybe it was the end of the week before, there was a man in Russia who shot himself in the head with a shotgun. It went viral, over 100 million views. It was up for three days before YouTube took it down. And it turned into one of those chain emails that you forward on to people. And it just, it took on a life of its own. So let's just say, you know, that was the next click. Or there was an article recently about Thomas the Tank kids watching Thomas the Tank, and then suddenly the next automatic video to come up was a train crash compilation of people being hit by trains. And then that happened, right? So you like trains, and then you saw people getting killed by them. Now that's what your child's exposed to. So uh, there's a lot of dangers within that, which is why within safe streaming and whatever we talk about, we're always saying, communicate. I mean, this is a healthy dialogue to be having in your house. You know, and understand the technology of the things your kids are on. YouTube's open. You know, Canoodle's closed. You know, that everything's watched by a human. We talk about it all the time. Um, You know, games like Fortnite, for example. You know, a lot of kids are playing Fortnite, and that's a decision within the household that, you know, you have to make as parents and, you know, as a family, because your children are talking to a lot of people, (laughs) You're not, they're not just talking to, you know, maybe they think they're talking to their cousin, you know, in another state or another country, but that's open. So there's a line of communication there that needs to be considered. You have no also it's a, it's a first person shooter game, you know, that's something that's okay in your house, you know? So there's that. Um, And, and of course, um, you know, looking at uh, the why, right? Why is this allowed in the house? If it's, um, YouTube or if it's Fortnite or if it's, if it's anything, if it's Alexa, for, for example, you know, I've seen some really crazy things at Alexa. Oh (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's that, you know, we know that we're very trusting as a society right now. You know, we click accept terms and conditions just to get what we want, right. When we want it, you know, our TVs, we can talk to them. We've got all these devices in our household that can listen to us. And I, I guess for, for just, the day and age we're living in to understand why something is allowed for your children, I think is the first point that needs to be addressed in the household and then when, and you know, is it a reward? Is there any sort of healthy viewing habit that it's attached to that? You know, are they just handed the tablet anytime they want? Because talking to parents and, and I love talking to parents and, you know, I, I encourage people to go to the channel and tell me shows that, you know, their children are resonating with. I always like hearing that, but, you know, there's there's a couple of different responses to it. It's, oh, I understand what you're saying, but my child's addicted to YouTube, right? So now that's a different conversation. 
well, why is your child addicted to YouTube? And what are you doing to enable that behavior? Because ultimately, you're in charge as the parent. And are we raising addicts? <laughs> you know, it's, and, and the answer to that is yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, but uh, within that that texture is, you know, when is that allowed? What are they watching? Is this adding any value to their life whatsoever? Um, and I think from the perception of perspective of what you focus on with autism, you know, maybe there are some some science like videos that you said your kids like watching, or maybe there's a game that's a that's about something that's not first person shooter that you know inspires them or gives them an idea, you know, so. To, to communicate about it, to be part of that experiment of watching that content, depending on the age of your children, you know, is 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 something that needs to be really heavily addressed and, and part of everyday dialogue. The Autism Dead is brought to you by Mightier. Mightier is an amazing program out of Harvard Medical and Boston Children's that utilizes video games in a wrist strap heart rate monitor to teach your kids to emotionally self-regulate. So if you are an autism parent like I am, that means fewer meltdowns. Fewer meltdowns means reduced parental stress and improved quality of life for your entire family. Uh, I've been using it with my son for over a year. It's absolutely fantastic. The games are fun. They're engaging. He loves it. Uh, doesn't even realize that he's learning while he's doing it. And then he naturally applies it to the rest of his life. It's basically biofeedback for kids. So it does work for any child. Uh, but due to the nature of, of autism, kids on the spectrum tend to have a more difficult time with emotional self-regulation. And so Mightier has a, has a very profound impact on that. So if you want more information, including how to get a free 30-day trial, visit theautismdad.com forward slash Mightier. That's theautismdad.com forward slash Mightier. You know, um, it really is, it, it really is scary even for, even for parents who are, um, really involved in what their kids are doing. It's kids have phones. Um, you know, it, it's, it's so accessible to them. And one of the things that we've struggled with and with, with my kids was even sort of moderating, um, online activity. And, you know, my youngest, well, my, not my youngest, my, my middle child's 13. And he somehow has the idea that, that we're violating his constitutional rights. If we put something on his phone that allows us to sort of filter what's, what's happening. Um, or, uh, if, if there's inappropriate pictures or anything like that, you know, the parents are alerted. Um, do you find, do you find that, well, I guess, is there, is there an approach that you guys have found that, that sort of helps parents to, to maintain that open line of communication with their kids? Cause teenagers can be, um, difficult, <laughs> uh, we'll just say difficult. Um, how, how do you, how do you navigate that? Well, there's a few things there. It starts, you know, it starts very, it starts from the day you're born now with technology, because you've got the phone right in front of your face when you're a baby, mom's taking pictures, you know, parents need to make a decision on if they're going to post pictures of their children on social media sites like Instagram and Facebook, because, you know, that's creating a digital permanence for your child that's out there, right? And and what that looks like. And then, you know, this, this whole conversation about, you know, the teenager, well, 
if you've set nice, healthy, environmental sort of standards within your household about why and when and what is allowed and given them the roadmap to be able to cross the street and then look both ways, <laughs> uh, back to my initial statement, then, yeah. you know, when they get to a certain age, I'm not saying you didn't do that, then it's, it's different. But, you know, 13 is tough. The violating your constitutional rights that's 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 a very interesting one um and you know he's it's he's flawed got a logic point, right but i, right, but I get what he's saying he's very smart um but at 13 technically according to youtube's terms and conditions you know it's for children over 13 so he's you know and facebook and instagram and things like that so he's got a point but you know um those privacy things should always be updated be checked out Hopefully there's a conversation about that digital permanence, you know, that he's creating for himself. And, you know, as parents, it's, you know, your job to keep them safe. And that is what you're doing within that. And, you know, it, 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 from any age, it's always setting different boundaries and different understandings about, you know, what's allowed. Just like you curate the food on their plate, you know, mm -hmm. curating what they're doing with their media is also very important. You know, you want to make sure that they're reading a book as well as, you know, going online to do something else or just sitting in front of the television. And and that's really just it. And the communication thing at 13, there's a level of independence very different than, you know, I deal with a six year old, you know, who can completely work the television because she just tells the remote what to do. And she knows my passwords because she can figure them out very easily by watching me because mm -hmm. they're watching you. So, you know, you have to also look in the mirror and say, okay, well, what are we doing? You know, are you on your phone the whole time? Are you playing? Are you on YouTube all the time? How does your behavior translate over to them? Um, and at 13, I mean, even if you do change the passwords often, I'm pretty sure yeah, a, your child can figure out how to we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of creative things I've heard kids doing um, from, you know, videotaping to cleaning the screen so they can see your fingerprints to... I mean, I have a whole list of them. They're and they fantastic. learn about it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's another <laughs> no. reason. <laughs> and you can't find out there. And that was the, that's wow. the whole benefit of the open and also the danger of the open. You know, I think YouTube is, is, a, is a wonderful place. And, you know, I we're not against YouTube. We are absolutely of the mind that, you know, this is a problem. And they are doing the best they can to address it. But the technology was not made for children. And that's the bottom line. And the YouTube Kids app, it's it's a tough one. You know, are kids really going there instead of YouTube.com or, you know, the YouTube yeah. app? Um, th that answer is is greatly debated. It's sort of know? the honor system. And, in in, you know, mm -hmm. kids are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, we, had, we had sort of talked a little bit uh, before we started recording today um, about some of the overlap in the autism community specifically. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that is really difficult for parents like myself is, is, is negotiating screen time because mm -hmm. uh, autistic kids, kids with ADHD tend to really get fixated um, on uh, shows. They'll watch the same show a thousand times over and over and over again, mm -hmm. never get bored of it. Um, trying to, trying to find, and I, and I think that's sort of why I am where I am, where I'm realizing now I should have implemented um, a, a more stringent, uh, like you said, boundary or um, guidelines to this, so, so that so that it's not at thirteen. I'm trying to, you know, throw changes at him that he's not going to want to adjust to anyways. Mm -hmm. um, 
But but one of the cool things that I was thinking about was, you know, we 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 find uh, one of our main goals as an autism parent is to try and foster as much independence for our kids as possible. And mm-hmm. and it, and it's hard, you know, if you're if you're just letting them loose on Netflix or uh, or worse YouTube. Um, you, like you said, you have no idea what they're exposed to, but if they, if they're using uh Kadoodle, whether it's on the app or their TV or whatever, mm-hmm. they're allowed. I mean, you can give them that freedom to just use mm-hmm. the app. I mean, you can set up time restrictions or whatever, but, but you know that you don't have to worry about what they're, they're going to be exposed to. And, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I like to do is find ways to reduce stress, uh, in the lives of, of autism parents like myself. And, streamlining things or being able to just, uh, add something that can, can sort of, um, just take a little bit of the load off and, and help Mm -hmm. them to, to be able to just maybe focus on something else for a little bit because they have this, they have a new way of doing this and they know that their kid is safe and they know that their kid is not going to be exposed to anything negative. Uh, and it, and it seems like Kadoodle really could kind of help foster some independence in, in younger kids like that. And, and, um, yeah, I, I want to, I want to really focus on trying to get this information out to parents because I don't, I don't know how many parents are aware of this or not, but, um, that, that, that's a really, it's an interesting way to approach this from my perspective as an autism parent. So I, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, that's great. And thank you very much for that. Because I think the, the key word here across the board with everything, including, you know, your 13 year old is trust and parents can put Kadoodle on and know that they're okay. It's a brand they can trust. Uh, just like, you know, you buy Kleenex or Charmin or, you know, it's, it's a household name, you know, it's okay. You know, that you don't have to worry about what's happening there. Um, and, and that is, that is a huge weight off of a parent's shoulders because, you know, it's not a stay at home mom situation. It's not, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. We're not in that kind of realm anymore. I remember Saturday morning cartoons all the time. Yeah, and it's it's not just two hours of the morning. It's any time. And I think you know, with the thirteen, you know, what do I know, right? But here's one thing I would suggest: is if there's that freedom allowed, that there's a conversation attached to you know what it was and why did you think that was interesting. You know, um, because that is giving independence and it's kind of understanding and learning yourself, you know, what's what's making your child tick, you know, from watching that, meaning like, you know, what was so exciting, what what kept them interested in it. You know, I, I see with my daughter, I I, you know, I I travel quite a bit and, you know, the work that I do, I feel like is for the whole company. You know, we're we're very serious about the work we do and we feel that this work is bigger than us. And that, you know, with the safe streaming foundations and just the channel and how we operate as a company, you know, will go on way beyond us and hopefully help and, you know, provide to be a great base and resource for many companies and, and people and families. Um, you know, and that trust component is very important to us. And, you know, we work really hard every day and we take safety really seriously for a reason, um, you know, and, and we have no intention of stopping that, only expanding that. And, it would be great to, you know, understand how if you did implement something like that, that tactic within your household, how that would work uh, with your son. I, I think it's your son, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three boys. Um, and, you know, if, if parents are tuning in just as new people, you know, to the channel, it's it's all free. If you want to sign up for it, you can. 
um, which uh, removes advertising. All the advertising is safe. So it's all watched by human. It's all made for kids. Um, and, you know, you could sign up for free and add the timers and parental controls and you program it for your child's age if you want to, or just let them, you know, go around the channel as they see fit. Uh, because, you know, it is all safe within that walled garden, um, you know, and, and feel free to reach out if you've got a problem in your home, you know, that you're concerned about, or there's a show that's really helping your child. I'd love to know about that uh, because we work very closely with our brand owners. So if you have a show on Kadoodle, you know, you're part of the Kadoodle TV family, just like our viewers are. And we really try to promote and educate and, you know, keep everything um, in a very you know healthy environment. Uh, just really promoting that safe streaming angle. I, I was just thinking about, well, first of all, I really liked your idea, uh, how to approach this with my son, because, you know, maybe it's less about the show that he's watching specifically, but more about what he's getting out of it. Maybe there's something that we can find that's in a more appropriate, um, you, you know, setup or setting so that it's not, you yeah. know, so that, that was, that, I, I really like that. It's a good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to actually do that. Um, yeah. The the last question that I had was, uh, you know, parents maybe hear this and think like, oh my gosh, you overreacting or, uh, you know, it's just YouTube. What could possibly be the harm in that? What would you tell to those parents to, to help them recognize the risks that their kids could be exposed to? Well, I, I always take a very judgment free tactic right because it's it's a it's a personal decision within your four walls and that's none of my business i i can just simply you know outline some things to be concerned about which we went over on this call today but you know i i have friends who know the work that you know we do at kadoodle and you know i've explained to them and they've told me horrible stories about things their kids have seen on youtube but yet they still let them watch youtube as much as they want whenever they want and that's, that's, I don't judge them for it. That's a decision that they're making within their household and they feel it benefits them for whatever reason. And there's a lot of reasons we make that choice. Um, and it's, it's just showing up in a different way. Back to my comment about how you curate the food that you're serving your children. You know, are you caring about, and I know with autism, autistic children, it's very important to have a very healthy diet, to be very considered about the foods that you're serving to your children because it affects how they think. Uh, so, you know, this is also one of those conversations that is, it is part of our daily routine, our daily diet. You know, we're, we're going to stream. So eliminating completely is an unrealistic expectation, not something that could be done. Um, and it's, it's something that we just need to learn how to manage a little bit better. And, you know, with the age of your children, YouTube is, is a major part of your household. That's going to be that way. Um, you know, for the younger demographic, you can, you know, feel safer in this kind of space and, and know that they're getting something that's safe for them and you don't have to worry. But when you enter into this demographic, it's okay, the foundational tools that you've implemented, or maybe you haven't. And that's a no judgment zone as well, because you could still start by, you know, just in, interacting and communicating with your children and getting to the bottom of the why. Because when you know what your why is with anything in life, uh -huh. you know, it, it's, it's the foundation of, of it all. And it's all a trial and error. You know, we're all, it's a, we're in a culture shift, right? You know, it's streaming is a thing. We're doing it all the time and we have access to information like never before. And so, you know, there's gotta be a little bit of, um, you know, just awareness to the dangers that are there. How trusting are you being, you know, why is this allowed in your home? And, 
you know, cultivating, um, you know, healthy habits. Well, and even helping your kids at a, at a younger age to, to recognize for themselves what may be appropriate and what's not appropriate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that so if they, they do can, see the guy shooting himself in the head with a rifle, they know mm, that's not good. Yeah. They don't click the <laughs> like button. They come and get you and you report it or, you know, exactly. something that they're not facilitating yeah. or, or being part of the problem. Yeah, um, exactly. It's all about your environment. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I yeah, th- this is really interesting f- for me because I, it, like I said, my kids are, are very, very into YouTube and I have had concerns for a long time. Um, but how to approach it is, is, has been challenging for me. And part of it is just because my kids are who they are, but also because they're autistic and that they don't mm-hmm. like change, uh, period. And, you know, they're going through a lot at, at this point. And so it's like, I don't want to disrupt them any further and, and whatever, but you know, this is actually, this is giving me a lot to think about. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I do need to, to make some changes in order to, to make sure what they're doing is more appropriate and, and safer for them. Um, that's, I I really appreciate the conversation and and I appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, so, uh, everybody can, can check you guys out at, uh, kadoodle TV, uh, spelled Mm -hmm. just like it sounds, uh, dot TV. Uh, I'll put links in the description below. Um, uh, Brenda has said you can uh, reach out to her uh, through their website if you have any concerns or questions or suggestions or anything uh, like that, mm-hmm. which is kind of really cool. I, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, is there anything else before we close out? Is there anything else that you just wanted to to get across t- to parents? No, but I think, uh, you know, with the, with the problem that you're feeling inside your household, I think you have uh, had to become a very creative parent. And I have no doubt that you'll find the proper solution. Uh, you know, to what makes sense for your, for your household and and no doubt. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate the confidence. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll have to listen to this over and over again. Um, yeah, I I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and you and I will be in touch because I think there's some stuff we can do, uh, with the autism community. So again, I, I really appreciate your time and, uh, I guess I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. I just wanted to take a, a quick second and thank Brenda for coming onto the show and uh, providing her, her, her insight and her experience and expertise in online streaming and how parents can help make that more safe for their children. Um, you know, I learned a lot about, uh, some of the dangers that are associated or that can be associated with online streaming. And as I said at the beginning of the show, uh, I'm making changes in my household as a result of uh, talking to Brenda. I'm happy about that. My kids are not going to be happy about that, you know, but parents got to do what, what's best for their kids, whether they agree with it or not. And, uh, you know, I, I've got a lot to think about, and, and I hope you do too, because, you know, streaming videos and, and you know, it's YouTube or Hulu or, or, uh, whatever, it's really easy to just sort of pass the phone off or the, or the, or the remote off or the, the tablet off to our kids and they can distract themselves for hours. Um, especially autistic kids, autistic kids can be glued to things like YouTube. Um, and, and there's a lot of inherent dangers in that. And, and I guess I just wasn't, I wasn't as cognizant of it as I should be. And I'm really grateful that Brenda was able to, to share that information with us. 
you can find Brenda at kadoodle.tv. It's really easy to remember. It's just kadoodle.tv. Um, she said she's open to uh, being contacted by the public and parents with concerns or questions or suggestions or whatever that she wants to hear from you guys. So her contact information is on that site. I will list it in the description below. Uh, once again, you can find me at theautismdad.com. Uh, all my social links are in the top right. Uh, please take note that my Twitter handle has changed. Um, it's just now the autism dad, all one word, no underscores. Uh, thank you, Twitter, for, for finally fixing that. And uh, don't forget that you can subscribe uh, to this podcast through any of your favorite uh, podcasting apps out there. Just look up the autism dad and hit subscribe. I really, really appreciate that, guys. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you next Friday. Autistic kids can sometimes struggle to learn new skills such as riding a bike, reading, or simply having a conversation to a high level of proficiency and automaticity. Brainiac is a brain enhancement program that gets to the root of the problem. It builds stronger brain and body connections that elevate learning capacity within four to six months. Brainiac cross-trains motor movement, visual, auditory, and cognitive thinking connections using fun, interactive video games. Strength and connections allow kids to learn new skills and perform them automatically with more confidence and greater independence. Brainiac is for homes and schools. Visit canoe.com. That's K-I-N-U-U dot com. And be sure to use the code theautismdad at checkout to save $500. It's a limited time offer and it will expire on May 31st.